Hey, welcome back to the Whiskey Friends. We're going to continue our world travel, so we're leaving Scotland. Ooh, and that sounded like bonsai. Mm. <sighs> so we're uh, bonsai botanicals. Okay. We're good. Japanese. We're going to Japan for Hadazaki, finest Japanese whiskey, 40%. This is, I think, the entry level Hadazaki. They have a couple of different ones, but. And uh, Japanese whiskey rules up till a year ago were really, really pretty loose. And actually, most Japanese whiskey included uh, scotch that they imported a lot, not most, but a lot of it included just that they got from distilleries in Scotland. Yeah, I was going to say. Japanese whiskey rules were pretty loose. You could use a, a variety of things in their whiskey. So. And they kind of got themselves in trouble with those, those lack of. A little bit, and uh, still make good whiskey. I mean, is that yeah. really? Is that really young? The smell of it is really. I don't know. Kind of got the it's kind of flowery. Well, of course, uh, that but botanicals. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, light. Yes, it's very light. I, mean, I, I, I call it kind of a combination between like Irish and Scotch, just a little bit there. I mean, it might is that be a very kind of an ethanol smell to it? Might be the I cannot either. Um, you can let me say something on the back of it. It's um, <clears throat> yeah. This is also uh, we just opened this bottle. That pop you heard was the first time it was open. So the quote unquote neck pour is what we're experiencing right here. It's it's young. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not strong or off putting really. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I can say I don't like this one. <clears throat> I can say I do. <clears throat> do you like this one? I do. I actually had this at a tasting in, back in November with um, uh, another one of their, I think they had like a single cask or something that was about twice the price and I preferred this to the other one. So, I don't know, I, I think it just, maybe just the flavors in it. You call it, I mean, you can call it a variety of things. You get a little bit of umami, what they would say in there, just kind of mushrooms, um, earthiness to it a little bit. Yeah, and I catch a young. little bit It's definitely young, Yeah, but it's not, uh, it's 40%, so it's not like over the top or off-putting or no. any off flavors I get in it. It is the finest Japanese whiskey. <clears throat> you can put the word finest on meatloaf. I'm just saying that's what the, it says. <laughs> still be the best that they put out. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to catch what the nose is. Do really we have nice. meatloaf in Iowa? Not whiskey, no. Yeah. Meatloaf whiskey, there's a there's an idea there's for anybody another one. who wants yeah, to do that. You know, they, they made that stuff, what was that, that, that pepper sauce stuff. They, they put... Uh, Oh, they made a whiskey in the, and they aged it in Tabasco sauce barrels. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a silly idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. George Dickel, I think, had Tabasco, too. Yes, I think that's who, who did that. But um, as far as foods with, with booze in it, that's, that's um, I've had some of those desserts at a, um, George Burns, or not George Burns, but um, good grief, um, poet of Scotland is uh, Robert Burns, or Robert Burns, a Burns Supper. Well, Henry, while we're uh, finishing up our world travels, and we got a long plane flight now from Japan back to America. Back to Marshalltown. Back to Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, how and when did you start your uh, whiskey journey? Mm -hmm. I was a member of a wine club here, based in Oskaloosa, actually, um, and probably about 12 years ago, and... Uh, 
had been meeting for a year or two with them, and there was some of the members who enjoyed single malt scotch, and they shared that one night. My first uh, single malt I think I tried was the Lafroy 10, so I was uh, <clears throat> insulted by that initially, and then I came back to it a few times and really enjoyed it. Grew to, grew to like peated Isla scotches, and so since then, yeah, um, I explored bourbons and variety of other things, just something that's going to challenge what I think uh, something should taste like and often am pleasantly surprised by it. So it's, a, it's a, a journey you could never really complete, I think, but you can enjoy it along the way. So what do you, do you have a, do you have scotch your favorite, bourbon your favorite? Mm-hmm. I have favorites of every category probably, so I don't particularly like or dislike anything. I'm always open to trying something new. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Michael, how long you how long you been at this? Oh, well, probably probably over a year. Had some uh, some people around me that were into whiskey, and uh, good old COVID hit, <clears throat> and uh, there's not a whole lot to do. <laughs> And, uh, and so you just kind of started tasting a few things and that's kind of more of when my, the interest kind of peaked, not mm-hmm. a whole lot of other things to do and you kind of hung around, what, drank at home. What was your first like, Hey, I want more, you know, it's not just, it's not just the, you know, four roses or the, you know, the Jim Beam normal, yeah. you know, yeah. when we're like, Hey, this is, this is pretty good. I think my, I think so far, probably 1792, the, the full proof. So, kind of kind of pulled me in. I'm like, ooh, I kind of like that. And, um, so that's kind of what's what's pulled me in. And I've got a few that are unopened at home that uh, is just recently hit my hit my shelf. And so I'm trying to get rid of some of the stuff that I've already got open, so I can open up the new stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting how we all kind of get there. So awesome. But I think it's all through relationships, though, right? It is. It's it's through people, and you're connected mm-hmm. and. And it gives you something to talk about. It gives you some some connection pieces, and so that's what I kind of go towards. Yeah. So I mean, that's why the the whiskey friends has been a lot of fun. So yeah. you know, you get to meet new people and share share a few drinks and try a few things that you haven't tried before. So and now, I mean, that's uh, Iggy and I got to take a trip, right? And uh, we we stopped a lot of places. Uh, between here and our destination, and uh, did you wear a set of brakes out? Did you? Uh, yeah. I think, uh, Michael stopped more than he was, I think, anticipating. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a, a few extras in there. It was just stopping to see what people, places had, right? Mm-hmm. All kinds of different places that were. Got reprimanded pretty, pretty early in the trip because I had not seen a liquor store, and I know he had seen it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then I said, "It's true." I said. Were you just thinking, I wonder if he's going to go across the street? And he started laughing, and I was like, dude, you are the co-pilot. That is your job. And we were only within, we were only within like the first, what, first 80 stop. miles, 90 miles. Stop. Yeah, and, and it was, uh, he, he did not like me not pointing out that there was a place right across the street. Uh, I was like, we still have another 600 miles to go. I, I can't, We can't stop like this. There is much bourbon between here and there. There was, there was. There's a bit. Yeah. He yeah. said, uh, we managed to turn an eight hour trip into 12 hours twice. <laughs> Both ways. That is true. <laughs> but you know what? It was worth it. 
now you have those memories. It, yeah. You have memories, and, and really, it is the connection. It's the yeah. the uh, being with somebody else and kind of walking walking together. And and I think that's even sitting on the table here, right? As we as we discuss it, it's it's connecting with each other on what things taste like and agreeing and disagreeing, and that's okay. Yeah. So challenging what we think about it. Yeah. Awesome. And learning. So I learned that I'm not real fond of. Japanese whiskey, at least that particular at least that version. One. At least that one. Oh. What, what's the difference? Uh, sake. Is that is it, is sake? Sake is or rice no? wine. It's yeah, okay, it's totally completely different. different. Yeah, it's right. totally different. Yeah. yeah. What is what is this made out of? Mm. I'm not Good sure question. you can read it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's I think it's single malt or grain, maybe a blend of grain whiskey. It, it could be a lot of. Different I was going to say Japan bought several stills from. Scotland, some defunct distilleries um, from over there. Yeah, I mean they use a lot of scotch. They, they purchase a lot of scotch to use in their blend, in their whiskey. They historically, again, but the law changed just two years ago. I can send you that too. And so now it's got to be exclusively distilled and made in Japan now, as of this past year. So you don't taste it. It doesn't strictly. taste scotchy though at all. Not really. You know, it's I got know. its own unique flavor, uh, yeah. unique taste to it. I think too, like Irish, like yeah. others do. But yeah, at the same time, you could make it in the same style of something, and it'd be pretty close. So, yeah. I'd side I'd side with Ken on this one. I didn't really, that Not was a fan. A, that wasn't. Mm. That's probably bottom of what we've tasted tonight. Oh. For me. Even over the uh, Paul John. It's, it's a close. <laughs> it's gonna be a photo finish. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would put the I'd put the Paul John just below. <laughs> it's not just below. Just below the J- Japanese one. Yeah. Okay. Not much. So what do we have for a winner for the night? Fresh cracks. That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh, for a winner, are are we still going to do the Elijah Craig? Are we going to? Oh yeah. Well, well, so that'll be the next episode. But all right. Well, let's do that. Let's let's open up a. We'll we'll do that for our next episode here. So, all right. I'm Ken for Michael, Henry, and Iggy. Yo. So, next time.